Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Presents. Hey everyone! He's gone quarantine for it's fourteen a, days. Yeah, he's gonna trouble. It's a that. Christmas yeah. special. <laughs> I thought you must say Christmas miracle, and I was like, maybe we need to talk about what you. you no, I think Christmas miracle. The word "special" was a very accurate description of what that was. It picked it. For a reason. How are you all, everyone? I am Zane C. Weber, one of your hosts on this Christmas special of Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, here with all of our trusty hosts on my left. That's me, Miranda yep. Selwood. <laughs> on my right, <laughs> Julie Eisentrager. And directly across the table from me, it's me, KB. Woo! Are we all feeling Christmassy, everyone? I so got Christmas. my childlike Christmas out in that beginning. Yeah. yeah. It didn't sound particularly childlike. Uh, oh, good. It wasn't tuneful, that's for sure. <laughs> I think that mostly uh, my on-air singing has been for bad reviews with Julie. And yes. I, it's hard yeah. to just get out of that. I, I'm sorry, getting mindset. to know you, I do believe, was the very first. Yeah, but like, I've had a lot of practice at that. And also, also that's <laughs> that wasn't, not improv. That wasn't improvisational. A, a song. Yeah. As, um, by the way, um, folks, that was an improvised song. <laughs> I know it sounded like we wrote it and rehearsed it for a long time. But yeah. Um, KB is still refusing to take part in the Christmas song. <laughs> Which is rude. The vibes I was going for was, like, terrible. Yeah. And yeah. No, I think we solid it. success. I know. I nailed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, on that note, should we tell the listeners what we're doing if, for our special if Christmas? If we have any listeners left after <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine opening with that? And they're like, oh. nope. <laughs> First time listeners. Just oh, like, no. oh, unfortunately. Musicals tell me everything I... What? What? <laughs> I'll just be moving on. What we are doing is we are each going to pitch a Christmas-themed musical. Now, as we've discussed on previous Christmas episodes, like you can have Christmas as like a setting where the, the story is happening at Christmas or mm-hmm. Christmas is one of the big themes where it's like, oh, what does Christmas mean to a family? Or Christmas can be like the whole thing, like Elf. Yeah. Or yeah. The Grinch. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're all, we're pitching original musicals, right? It's an original musical. Oh! Andrew Lloyd Webber would call it original. In oh. the sense that there <laughs> isn't a musical already. But correct. A show change. that correct. isn't... A musical character. You are all cop-outs. I'm not. Say. Yeah, no, me and Miranda, we're the good ones. You're yeah, although we're making money though. So. Uh, okay. <laughs> technically, I did steal my story from the book of Matthew, but I think it's out of copyright, so I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Well, who wants to go first? Should we? Should Should we? Um, I'll do it. Okay. I'll go first. I'll yeah, do the it. What What do the rest of us do while Julie's pitching? We, we like violently. Um, we just comment. We 
ask questions. <laughs> Interrupt. Okay. I can judge do that. it. Yeah. Ju- be judging. Like, how serious are we about the two minute <laughs> elevator pitch? Or would you just like to hear the pitch? Well, just I'm going to time it. Okay, right. so. Well, so we're we never have, very serious about it. We have the two it. minute pitch, and then we have like two numbers and a cast, right? And some characters, yeah. 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 All right. Casting. I'm going to give you All right. an outline. So, in um, true Angela Lloyd Webber fashion, I've stolen the text and concept and general idea uh, for this musical. I have decided to make a Deck the Halls. 2006 film <laughs> turn musical. I have no idea what this is. Um, <laughs> it's genius. Is it's what trash. KB's love is. So this uh, this musical is about um, is it a Hallmark Christmas movie. No, 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 no. no, no. It's no. a fully so funded you, The cast is the cast, by the way. So Great. don't let that on. Um, what happens is to this guy moves into the neighbourhood. Um, you've got Goody Two Shoes dentist guy. I think he's a dentist. Goody Two Shoes dentist guy who or optometrist, optometrist guy, who forever and a day has been doing the most beautiful Christmas displays with his Christmas lights. Like, he, he's he been known for Mr. Christmas. He is Mr. Christmas. Amazing. And then we have these new people move into the neighbourhood who are a bit tacky, they're a bit meh, and they move in and take over Christmas. He's like, I am now, like, watch me fly, watch me put on the most Christmas lights I've ever put on a house ever. And it's basically a competition between the two of very petty competition, very <laughs> petty competition between the two of who has the most amazing Christmas display. Now, putting this into a musical context, uh, I'm keeping the original cast from the movie because the cast is, I actually might replace one of the wives, (laughs) Um, the goody two-shoes Dr. Steve Finch will be played by Matthew Broderick. Musical. Uh, Yeah. The Buddy Hall will be played by Danny DeVito. Can you say Okay. Okay. His wife, Tia Hall, will be Christian Chenoweth. That's fair because Again. they're of a height. The person who I may replace, <laughs> Kelly Finch, um, which is Matthew Broderick's wife. I might, instead of having Kristen Davis, I might replace it with his real life wife, Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Because we know she can sing. Um, and then they have children who. Aww. It sounds like I'll be home for Christmas. I'm continuing. Um, <laughs> well, no, so the cast is outside of the time. So you, you yeah. finish with the plot, you right? With yeah. plot. Yeah. Um, is it so the competition between two people to have the best Christmas display? Pretty much. What, what, what makes the Danny DeVito characters, a Danny DeVito pairing, tacky? Um, it's the uh, two fully grown teenage daughters... Not not fully grown, just very much teenage daughters in their super short. What were they wearing? Like super, super tiny mini skirts with like the Ugg boots mm. and you're like boob tubes. But Christian Chenoweth is also wearing that. Also, we're slut shaming. Is that what we're doing? This is what that musical does. <laughs> um, it's their options. I said they were tacky. Right. Okay. But so, what 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 differentiates between the two? Like, are they are they are both families like super into Christmas and like just decide no, to like No, Danny DeVito is not, and he becomes into it for whatever like selfish. I just want to be better than him, kind of reason. Oh, okay. Um, it's not a good movie, as KB pointed out. Not a good movie. Oh, it's but so good. To hilarious. Watch but by the end, does he learn all about the spirit of Christmas? Accidentally, and then everyone becomes no. I There's mean, no lesson. They to be do here. no. They do become like a cohesive neighborhood unit. Neighborhood unit. Uh, Is I wouldn't there a, say another villain uh, that comes in that they team up against. No. no. Okay. They just fight against each other. However, 
So cast, copy paste. Mm-hmm. Add Sarah Jessica Parker, take out Kristen Davis. Um, I think musically we could have two very big numbers. I would like a very big tap spectacular Spe- of tapular. Spectacular <laughs> of Deck the Halls. Um, in a very like non-conventional deck the halls sound like i want like poppy or rocky mm, or rappy rappy or, oh rappy. not rappy i want like it's gonna be bad i want it bad oh, oh. so you're making like a one so it's not like a Christmas funk special. tap kind of sweet but not. is danny devito tapping yes he is now <laughs> <laughs> and is there a tap battle there is now <laughs> Cool. This is great. Um, so I do want to take the halls in there. I also think I want um, – there is a big mashup that's in the movie of a whole heap of different Christmas songs that the lights are in time to. I want to incorporate that because I think this could be like a lighting design as like everything they've ever wanted to do in one big lighting mess Amazing. in the best way humanly possible. Yeah. Sure. I think it would make a great like outdoor arena spectacular. Yeah. could. Like a yeah. musical in the do. park. Do yeah. Use two actual houses. It could be in anywhere. Two festival. actual houses in the middle of a, a sports sports field. What do they call even, it? An oval. Even just an on arena? a street. On a street <laughs> where the, the, the audience sits in like chairs few on the front down. lawns. On the front lawns, and the two houses are fighting. Yeah. And like as the the and they come in and out of the houses for like vignettes of this yeah. deck the hall. Most okay, of the this show is great. happens I'm on, loving the, on the street. Um, it's an anywhere festival. Like we're yeah. good plugging anywhere festival. Hi guys. For those of you not in Brisbane, <laughs> anywhere the festival is exactly what it's it just sounds like. Theater it's that great. happens somewhere anyway. not a theater. Um, so I think there's a lot of um, potential for pyrotechnics when the lights don't go as this is amazing planned. Um, a lot for lighting. A lot for like I just want costumes that also look like lights. I'd like a lot of sequins on some background dancers. Yes. I mean, if they're tacky, they can wear all sequins. Literally any. The ensemble can play the roles of. The lights. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah, and so when when you've reached like peak lights, you have dancers covered come in Christmas in. lights yes. doing a kick line. No, you have them come in in reflective wear, like reflective yeah. little mirror ball outfits almost, and they just reflect the lights everywhere and it's a big mess um, for lighting designers. <laughs> um, and uh, what was I going to say? Um, uh, I do want to, again classic Andrew Lloyd Webber, pull a song from somewhere else and bring it into this musical. I would like to do anything you can do, I can do better, Christmas style. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I like That's it. amazing. Yeah. It's tacky. It does not take itself seriously. It knows it's bad and it puts everything you've ever seen in a musical on stage. Amazing. Or 10 out of 10. Congratulations, Julie. I wish you the best for opening night. Amazing. Break a leg. <laughs> Shall Everyone's I? looking at you, KB. Oh, yep, KB. Yep. I'm not an original. Are we dis- are we dispersing the original? Everyone's looking at you, Zane. <laughs> okay, uh, mine is. I haven't got a great title for it, but it's called The Rest of Us. Mm-hmm. The Rest um, of Us. Oh, yep. I know. Exa- oh no, I don't know it because it's original. Correct. <laughs> Just come up with another musical. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So it is. Set at Christmas time, but not on Christmas Day. It is a Festivus musical. Oh, so it's not original. So, Jason Alexander is the black sheep of his family. And the matriarch of this family has just died, leaving all the children a lot of money. So they've all kind of splashed out and done something. But Jason Alexander 
is going to host everyone for Christmas. And because he's the black sheep, he doesn't really like Christmas. Everyone's like, oh, this is nice. And he hires a whole suite of servants, all in Christmas costumes to get the family in. Um, But basically, he's going to, once they're in, lock them down. And on the 23rd of of December, they're going to have a Festivus for the rest of us. And it's not over until someone beats him in a wrestling match. Amazing. Is Jason Alexander playing himself? It, I've or is only, someone I've playing? I've only given you actor names. <laughs> I haven't got character <laughs> names yet. Um, what so if someone is playing Jason Alexander? <sighs> basically, so I just want to say what this turns into is a clue-like mystery musical nice. where people are dying and trying to kill each other, basically. Um, the Jason Alexander <sighs> kind of... I don't remember Christmas. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, but it's, it's a Festivus musical and... Basically, the the whole family are bad people, kind of like uh, gentlemen's guide. no knives. Uh, oh, knives, knives out, out. knives yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it's or basically a story about their uh, their their fortunes built up because of a uh, a Christmas store empire. So they're really Christmas based. Uh, so it's basically the underlying is about like how they're all really commercially involved in Christmas. Uh, but Jason Alexander's just like, no, you're all terrible people, and you're going to face that fact right now. And then terrible people doing what terrible people do it goes it gets out of his hands and they start like fighting and killing each other bonkers yeah I love it Bon- horror musical music horror Christmas musical suspense comedy I was gonna say suspense comedy <laughs> what music are we having okay what are you thinking so uh, the two numbers that I have planned the opening which is called for the love of Christmas it's basically <laughs> a whole a big ensemble number of all the characters kind of coming in being introduced carrying big Christmas presents it's really to introduce the uh, the, the the ensemble Empire. And oh, the there's your timer, but you finished your plot. Yes, yeah. Basically, to it, it just set the scene that there is a lot of servants here because <laughs> as soon as the house is locked, the servants are there to enforce the Festivus rules. Whoa. Um, so whenever anything just plain happens, they basically come in a chorus of like, uh, fe- uh, if it's a Festivus miracle and that sort of thing. And so they don't let anyone out that, and that sort of thing. But it's basically people coming in and they're all like, Christmas is great because of the gifts and Christmas is great because uh, I can do all this stuff and Christmas is great because I get to buy things. Um, you just named all the things that I think are great about Christmas. Yeah, that's yeah. what everyone <laughs> likes about Christmas. We get to yeah. be unapologetically consumerist. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and then the end of Act 1, which is kind of when things just kind of go off the rails, I think the the patriarch, so the widower, is basically super paranoid that his children are going to try and kill him to get the rest of the fortune um, because they only got half of it from the mother. So he's kind of going up and he's setting traps around the house and or trying to hide out. Um, and the end of Act 1 is called The Plots and you've got all these different groups uh, like hus- husband, wife and children uh-huh. or like pairs of like siblings that kind of get along mm-hmm. stalking around trying to find the others and kill them and you've got all these little mini confrontations similar to the uh, end Hunger of Act games? 1. <laughs> the end of Act 1 in Bat Boy yeah. where everyone kind of comes on in the middle of all this turmoil, yeah. states what they're doing and where they're going and what happens and then at the very end the lights go out, three gunshots. Ooh. <laughs> I love. It. Can I what? Can can this be done like ASAP? I would like to with this exact <laughs> cast if I could. Okay. So you know I've cast uh, Jason Alexander mm-hmm. as the instigator basically because yes. mm-hmm. he's funny, he's goofy. I want. I've, all of these are basically character actors or comedians. 
Um, Patriarch, I want John Lithgow. Nice. Of course you do. Yep, I, I, I really do. Now, Miranda's going to hate me for this, but I want <laughs> so Nathan Miranda's Lane. Miranda's going to play. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I want Nathan I Lane and Paget Brewster uh-huh. as a drunk couple. Amazing. But they're both confirmed gay, but they're married for convenience, but it's no longer they don't need to be married anymore. They just really get along. Is the reason I'm going to hate this because you're not using the original? I haven't put Paul F. Tompkins in that role. Uh, you could you could swap him around. You could swap him in there, but I didn't want it to be just be uh, Thrilling Adventure Hour, the musical. I do. Yeah, look, well, you've still got time to write it down in your in your pitch. Um Paul F. Tompkins is in there as the as the chef, as like the uh-huh. the the hard done by and stressed chef, and Alan Cumming is the snarky gay butler. Amazing. Who, who, who is basically teaming up with literally everyone and so playing good. them all. Uh, the other ones that I've got in there as possible um, family members: John C. Riley, Viola Davis, Christina Ricci, Jennifer Coolidge, Megan Mullally, oh, and Richard Ayoade. I-, I want Jennifer this Coolidge, please. Great, yes. <laughs> thank you. Audra McDonald? Audra McDonald, I haven't put her in there just because She's I She's too classy for this. Yes. She absolutely. Fit. Like this is this is a uh, this is a John C. Riley production where John C. Riley's being funny rather than uh, heartfelt. Can I have a, a Mary St- a Mary Steinberg Bergen? Bergen? Yeah, I, I realize that a lot of my I've kind of got the older generation <clears throat> and I have left a lot of the younger generation free because I think uh, I don't Zac really... Zac Efron will play all I mean, <laughs> Mary Steinbergen is def... I, w- I wouldn't say she's younger generation. Yeah. She's definitely older generation. Sure. She's Ted Denton's wife. Well, that's, that, well, that's what I said. I've, like, I've got a lot of the older generation. Right. I haven't cast any uh-huh. younger roles. Right. So Miranda is correct. Zac yeah. Efron. <clears throat> he said yes. <laughs> mm, mm. I mean, sure. Miranda is correct. Tricked him into saying yes. <laughs> He's the first one to die. Easy. <gasps> yep. Christmas Come back as a ghost. Chandelier. Be- I'm sorry. Because fell. you killed Zac Efron with a chandelier in the first 10 minutes of your show, unfortunately, you only get a 9 out of 10 from me. But congratulations. Unless he's singing chandelier. We started Ooh. writing. <laughs> we started writing. When did you I, write? I started you writing. Oh, did I? <laughs> I win. <laughs> Is it my um, turn or, or KB? No, we have to go uh, KB. I'll go because go KB. mine's okay. um, not original okay. um, text. text, to be quite fair. Um, I love Christmas because I get to watch a shite ton of... That doesn't <laughs> make it better, KB. Tacky Netflix. It does Tacky Netflix. But it makes for a great excuse. <laughs> It's so good. And to be fair, I did start in September this year. Whoa, <laughs> because Davey. there are many, There's many, a lot now. Um, coming out from They're churning them because they know. Bam, bam, bam. We're going to watch them. Exactly. Some of them are years old, but they're being added. Anyway, my personal favourite trash Christmas film. Oh, here we go. Is the Princess Switch? Oh, yeah. And so we're gonna turn did the. Did you prin- see there's a third one? I and did. Now there's three of anyway. Yeah. Disgusting. So, right. Zane's shaking his head. So I'm turning the Princess Switch into a musical because it calls for it. Really. Okay. I have a big question right here at the start before you you mm. continue your pitch. Mm. Um. In the Princess Switch, mm. the two roles are played by the same actress. Yes. Is um, it possible to do that? Yeah. Okay, she's going to address is. it. Guys, okay, I'm going to start the timer. If you have not seen the movie, it's really simple. It's awful. Um, a chick from Chicago wants to 
participates in a baking competition in um, oh, yeah. Genovia, actually Belgravia, but we all know that Genovia is the made-up city of everything. Um, and she bumps into someone that looks exactly like her who happens to be princess of another um, city, it's country, and they look exactly the same and they decide to switch lives for a couple of days because old mate princess just needs a break and oh, she's running so the show. It's so hard so being a princess. Um, and what ends up happening is they end up falling for the the guys that their counterparts are either meant to be with or are friends with, and so they live happily ever after. Um, that's the general crux of the story. See, that <laughs> that's less story, than a minute. That, plot. that story would lead me to believe that they didn't live happily ever after. I mean, there's a second one. So, and a third one. And a third one so. <laughs> um, so, for my casting. Stacey DeNovo, which is your baker from Chicago. Zoe Deschanel. Sure. Yes. Lady Margaret, the princess. Um, Felicity Jones. They do look very similar. They have the same features. Okay, They're very look-alike. I think you can get away with it. Worst comes to worst, we put Katy Perry in the role because they're definitely identical. <laughs> Prince Edward will be Aaron Tveit and um, Kevin, Baker from Chicago, Jeremy Jordan, mainly because they're my favourites and it's Christmas and why not? And I'll do what I want. I'll do what I want. Felicity Jones is also British, so for the Felicity princess... Felicity Rose Hadley Jones. We don't need... Um, uh, we fake don't need again. Vanessa Hudgens' fake British accent in this musical. Truly. Hmm. Truly bad. Truly. Um, it would be a classic musical theatre sound, music-wise. Um, Christmas Princess would be the I Want song from Stacey DeNovo. Um, she just wants to be a Christmas she just princess. Because she's fallen in love with the prince, but the prince doesn't love her. He loves Lady Margaret, but he doesn't oh. know that it's not Lady Margaret. Every time you go to say oh. Lady Margaret, I think of Lady Margaret. <laughs> um, and then the big um, baking competition that happens towards the end of the show, um, the song would be the non-British bake-off um, because it's not a British bake-off, but everyone has <laughs> British accents. So <laughs> Because they're foreign. Because they're the foreign. not great British bake-off. The, non, the great non-British bake-off. There we go. Um, yeah. I think it's what the people want. I think it is um, what the people want. I think it will be a great show. It's what some people want. <laughs> I think it's definitely going to sell. I think it will sell that, that so well. And baking sells. That pie show Julie loves is, did really well. Sweeney you Todd. mean waitress? <laughs> <laughs> waitress. <laughs> Oh, yeah, look, I think it's it's calling to be turned into a musical. Can I ask what the heart of the show is? Nothing. Christmas. Oh. Love. It's it's Do you know what love, I love? I, love? I know you guys haven't seen it yet, um, but in the latest film. So in the first film. So you've seen the third one. Oh, yes. I saw it on the she day must, it came out. I was out. like, she must have watched it on um, the day. Yes, it came out three days ago. Um, so in the first one, they're watching A Christmas Prince, which is the other big Netflix Christmas. They're yeah. watching it as a film. Yes. Yeah. And then in the second one, the people from The Christmas Prince are in the movie as if they're characters in the story. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> You've set this up as they've been fake characters. You and now to, you have them as real people? You had this to is what have I love them about Christmas watch Trash. it as if it was the news. It was documentary. It's yeah. a documentary on, on the royal family. Possibly. I love it. I love Christmas Trash. And lots of people love Christmas Trash. I That's why Christmas Hallmark Trash. Channel still is running. 
I think I watched that one the other day. That's really bad. Oh, you were saying about it before. The Mistletoe Promise? No, 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 no. The one with... <laughs> no, 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 no. The other one. Christian Chenoweth. Oh, oh the holiday. The holiday. Her face yes. genuinely terrified me. Yeah. Okay. We need to move on because I can't picture on. that. I could have made Holiday into a musical, no. Zane, and nobody wants that. I don't no. think that I would be any less <laughs> You would be. I was messaging, I was texting people going, I'm not rooting for anyone in this movie. No. Everyone's trash. But I, The Princess, I which I think would be a quite a good musical. Yes. And I think this is very, very Disney. Yeah. Mm. Very Fred and Ginger. Yeah. Whole yes. mistaken identity thing. It they feels use that a lot. like. Parent Trap grown up. It is. It's exactly yeah. it is That's exactly it is. the story of Parent Trap, but in a Christmas adult movie. It's not exactly the story. <laughs> a With Christmas, princesses. A Christmas adult movie. <laughs> With <KB>. princesses. <laughs> That's what you just said. That's what you're putting out into the world. Yes. <laughs> more, more of it. Ten out of ten, KB. Thank you, Congratulations. And Zane's all the best jealous. for your I opening night. Yep. Zane is just jealous that he doesn't Sorry. love tacky Christmas movies as much it's as he should. so good. They're disgusting. Do you know what it is? Great. It's, it makes me feel better about my life choices. Okay, yeah, hate watching things isn't – it doesn't it's endear me to you as It's not hate watching. I love, watching. love watching it. Like, I love it. But I love trash talking it while I'm watching it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway. You need to watch The Holiday. <laughs> I don't, and so I won't. Nobody needs to watch The Holiday. Um, nobody also needs to watch uh, – I've, I've already forgotten the name of it. Did you mm. just title your own thing and forget it? Hometown no. Holiday. Oh, boy. No, no. It's, <laughs> the, so many. it's about a chef, a chef the sweetest in Australia. And it's oh, not, yeah, yeah, the it's one not a that's, Christmas one. The it's one that's set in Lemon Myrtle Bay. Lemon Myrtle Romance Bay. Romance off the menu. <laughs> On the menu. <laughs> On the menu. <laughs> yeah, don't watch that. Okay. Um, Romance a la carte. Guys, nice. it was filmed yeah. in Redcliffe, so you should support local was industry. Yeah, now, almost. more about me. Um, okay. How much money goes to Redcliffe if we watch this terrible movie? None. <laughs> <laughs> None. Redcliffe has already received it. Yeah, yeah. they already they, they got it all already. <laughs> but we want more made here, so okay. watch it. Oh, great. It's, it's wonderful. It has stars a lot of really great Australian actors. It's so bad. How about <laughs> Christmas, Miranda? Yeah. Um, so I need help naming my show. Okay. Um, because I've not come up with a great name. So the working title is The Three Stooges. But Oh no. Um it is it uh, is a musical telling of um the travels of the three wise men. Okay, your okay. time has oh, started. I don't hate that. I'm almost certain the three stooges did a sh- bit about this. A travelling adventure of merriment and mishaps as the three kings of the Orient follow the star of Bethlehem with their precious gifts in hand. Much like a cross between Spamalot and a B grade road trip movie starring the three stooges. Sprinkled with some Christmas tinsel and spectacular Broadway dance sequences, and let's not forget real life camels. It's very important. <laughs> oh. The show starts with a narration song, a la Aladdin, referencing the beautiful imagery of the three wise men. Imagine, if you will, the silhouettes of three regally attired men upon camels, and they're gazing across gently rolling hills of white to a tiny solitary building in the distance. The night is dark, and an exceedingly bright star appears to hover over a small building which cuts to a, a suitably crass gag about how uncomfortable camels are and then we time jump back a few weeks earlier. Okay, the plot sees the three kings setting off individually on their quest as seen in the stars, um, finding each other along the road and they each have two characters accompanying them. So Mel- Melchior, I'm going to get their names terribly wrong, I'm sorry, I apologise to um, Matthew who wrote the book. Um, 
is the king of Persia. He has a servant boy and an elderly astrologer with him. Caspar, the king of India, travels with his wife and his eldest son. And Balthazar, the king of Arabia, brings a fancy butler and an armoured guard. The accompanying characters often play the straight man to the king's various forms of silliness. Very spamalotti. But though, or through all their troubles along the road, all things happen to unravel in just the right way to accidentally work out. And at the end of Act 1, they arrive in Jerusalem with much the same fanfare as Dorothy arrives at the Emerald City. Um, and they meet the wizard, sorry, King Herod, um, asking, where's the child who's born to be king of the Jews? For we've observed the star, blah, blah, you know, like they do. Um, Herod sends them to Bethlehem, which totes happened in the book, saying, um, yeah, no. <laughs> That's two minutes, you all the rules. No, so, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We all went under time, Miranda. With our plush. Yeah, yeah. but I, I've been describing the songs and things in the way, in, in the time. I mean, whose fault is that? Anyway, so they go they go off to to Bethlehem um, to find the child and Herod is saying, oh, yeah, just you know, let me know when you find him and I'll come and pay him homage too. And um, there's a sinister musical sting, an interval. Oh, no. King Herod's the bad guy. <gasps> oh, no. What? Who knew that? Oh, who I knew? could not Everyone have who read the Bible okay, or I, listened to anything. Can I do Act oh. 2? Do I have permission to do Act 2? You, that was only gone, Act 1. You've gone 30 seconds over for Act 1. Who cares? In Act I'm the Les Mis. who's listening to this. I'm in the Les Mis of this show. Um, <laughs> the Act 2, the kings are now being followed by Herod's spies who are taken care of by the king's entourage as the kings themselves remain completely oblivious to Herald, Herod's evil plans. Okay, Somewhere in there we also discover, and this is my favourite part, that Melchior's servant boy is actually a woman who turns out to be his half-sister, very much like Luke and Leia, Star Warsy. And Balthazar's armoured guard is also an exceptionally capable, beautiful, girl who he has fallen in love with much to the dismay of his fancy butler who also very much loves him because everyone loves a good love triangle yeah i know i got star wars i got shakespeare i got it all they eventually make it to the hill above the stable in bethlehem everyone's in love herod's goons are all gone and they um go off to deliver their gifts they do that off stage and we stay on the hill with the six companions and they they sing um a great song about something. And when the kings return to the hill, they all say their goodbyes and head off in their separate ways, having completely forgotten that they were supposed to go back to Herod. And that's how they saved the baby Jesus. Amazing. They forgot. They just, they just forgot, forgot in the end. They yeah. got drunk and forgot. Yeah. See, so, what I would like is very similar, very similar story, but except the... But not at all. No, 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 no. <laughs> so all the companions have picked up on what Herod's doing and they're like manipulating the situation so that the three wise men can't go back to Herod with the news. Uh-huh. So they know what's going on but they can't talk to them because they're the king. So yeah. they're like, oh, oh, we'll just uh we'll just burn this Like the donkey off. has a flat tire. Yeah. Kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. Or like, donkey. hey, how about a game of leapfrog? Cuz that always <laughs> makes you forget what you want to do. I did also I toy with the idea of having a fourth wise man who didn't make it and making the whole show about him trying to get there. Oh, I, I would prefer a not a wise man because he didn't make the cut of wise man. He's like the fourth stooge. Yeah. He's a stupid guy in the end he's the that cannot get to the I'm baby wise Jesus. Too. He's <laughs> He's stuck at like the, the pharmacy trying to get something for the baby on the way there. And he's, he's like, like trying to pick they're up out of gift. gold, they're out of myrrh, they're out of frankincense. Oh, I could get him a nice lavender eye pillow. <laughs> um, 
give him some dirt. Yeah. I just get a, get him like a, a, a Lynx deodorant set. Yeah, what about this <gasps> taboo yes. fragrance? What's this taboo fragrance got in it? <laughs> yeah, all of those things could work. Well, Miranda. But this is what I went with. Wait. What? Oh, the book is written by Joss Whedon. Oh, and the nice. music by um, Mel Brooks. So a musical nice. you wrote, but are taking absolutely no claim to. Yeah. And my cast stars um, Bill Murray as the old King Casper, Chris O'Dowd as the middle-aged King oh, Melchior. Nice. Terrifying. Jack Whitehall as the young <gasps> King Balthazar. Yes. With Mandy Patinkin as King Herod. Amazing. <laughs> That's um, a really culturally insensitive cast yes. because they're all old white guys. Yeah. Um, so, so you know, if you wanted... Guy something more I would um, pay Put any Norm money Lewis. in the world to see Jack Whitehall in anything so yes can Norm Lewis be the baby Jesus <laughs> just his head <laughs> look I'm, we don't see I the am baby in Jesus. no way involved it's not with about this musical him. the baby Jesus appears in this in the same way Dorothy appears in Wicked yeah. it's yeah. not I thought you were going to say in the Wizard of Oz I was like mm. no. so what are we going to name it what are we going to name it that's my thing I don't on know. the road just call it the wise guys wise guys yeah they're not very wise. But that's the, that's oh, the point. Oh, okay. That's, All right. That's so the, I'll just, that's the I'll irony. Just the wise guys, the musical. Wise guys. Wise guys. But with Zeds. I just did that. <laughs> W-I-Z-E-G-U-I-Z. I think out of all three musicals presented to me, I have the highest likelihood of going to see that one. Rude. I thought you were about to say mine is the highest caliber. <laughs> I've got Danny DeVito married to Christian Chenoweth. Look, you're a close second. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry, but I have the most popular. I have the people's You're making choice. the most money. I have KB, the people's choice award. KB, I have said it before and I'll say it again. People are the worst. <laughs> That's not what you say. Let's not. People are trash. But Jack Whitehall, I, um, particularly yeah, for wise guys. Mm. Okay, wise guys with lots of Zs. Yeah. We, if we can somehow get a Z into the the at the beginning too, we will. Just Z T. These wise guys. <laughs> right, well, everyone, this was this was a pretty uh, loose episode. Yeah, it's let Christmas. Us know, let us know which Christmas show you want to go see. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I got so excited about mine, I almost started writing it, but I didn't. <gasps> you I'm should say relatively excited about mine in terms of design. <laughs> yeah, the thing the thing about the reason why I didn't adopt uh, like do a do a like a Seinfeld Festivus musical mm. is just because of the rights. Like you can't do it. Festivus isn't owned by Seinfeld. I I dig I dig oh, dug that you? deep. Yes. Um, That's interesting. It's not owned by anyone actually because it was invented is... by one of the writers on Seinfeld's dad oh. and then yeah. featured on Seinfeld. So that's when it kind of went became so, popular. But what if like old mate Jez um, Seinfeld got involved with your Seinfeld musical? <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. Uh, well, well, if he got involved. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I also I, think the rights to Deck the Halls, the movie would not be that expensive. Oh, Netflix, was, well, Netflix is going to help us write this. Guys, it's really fun. Well, Netflix is producing it. Yeah, it might be owned it. by Disney. We don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably actually owned by Disney. It, oh, I can check Disney Plus. Anyway, uh, we'll check that out another time, maybe. But you, yeah. you let us know. You can yeah. rank them. What yeah, do you we'll rank, rank them? them? Yeah, tell us. What do uh, I get out of ten? You definitely got like twelve out of ten for me. Yes, I'm gonna give you an hilarious. eight out of ten. Eight, but I'm a harsher to critic. To balance it out, and then yeah. Yeah. The average is 10 I mean, out of 10. I haven't even voted. Apparently, I don't need to. Well, technically, it's a zero. So, that brings you back down to like a six and a half. <laughs> How is it a zero? Because if you don't vote, it's oh, zero. Oh, I'm donkey voting, yeah. <laughs> the average is nothing. 
Anywho. You can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Or on Instagram, or on Twitter, or you can email us at musicals. Told me everything I know at gmail.com. Pitch us a Christmas musical. Yeah, pitch us a Christmas musical. Um, uh, yeah, okay, but do that on social media. Don't send us an email about it because it's very hard to like get your permission to then share it on social media and that whole thing. Um, oh, yeah, okay. To pitch it on social media, or if do you want to do fan art for the musicals we've created. <gasps> And create us some posters um, and send them through. Tag yeah. us in them. We'd love to see them. Yeah. I personally... Unfortunately, only one of us is a graphic guys. designer who's going to do their musical, so... <laughs> That's I mean, why we need to listen. three of us that would down. give it a crack on Canva. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your fan art. All right. Well, everyone... <laughs> Everyone, have fun. Enjoy the holiday period. Celebrate in whatever way you do. Do it safely. Socially distance um, if you ha- if you need to, yeah, which is safe, pretty guys. much everyone. Please. Please keep Everyone's, safe. You, Just do what you're told, you, guys. Do you're what you're told. at me very oh. weirdly, you know? It's, no, it's yeah. okay. Merry I, Christmas. Merry, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. No. What do you usually say? Happy. No, you go Merry yeah. Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. There we go. It's not Christmas about that. It's Happy a Festivus Christmas. for the rest of us. Bye. A Festivus miracle. <laughs>Hey Stevie, want to skydive into this snake-infested cactus patch without parachutes? Uh, isn't that dangerous? We have literally no way of knowing. Wait, are those listeners? Hi, I'm Stephen Denham. And I'm Matthew Caffo. We're the hosts of Let's Get Dangerous. A podcast about dangerous activities. And whether or not you should do them. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I get mine from an electrical socket. Wait, what? I pull them out with this fork. Get in my ears, WTF. That's it. I'm calling your mum. That's not kind of productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.